All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop bowl presentation Hello, David. Welcome, Hoopballers, to a very special and uh, unfortunately very morose box score breakdown. How you doing, David? Hey, come hanging in there, man. How are you? Doing all right. It's a uh, very sad time here. Um, very sad time for all basketball fans. And, um, you know, I heard... I was listening to the radio the other day. They kind of said that, or I think it was Mike Breen who said it. There was a cartoon that was made the day after Thurman Munson died that it showed the two characters, and one of them kind of said to the other, "I don't, I don't feel like playing today. It's sad. It's a sad time. Uh, it's a huge loss, and obviously we we want to wish our best to to 
everyone who was affected by the tragedy and and Kobe's family and and everyone else. So, um, you know, we'll get on. We'll talk about basketball and hopefully by getting into the, you know, typical routine, it it helps to ease the burden and and it helps to heal everyone just to continue to enjoy what what is going on and, and not focus on what was lost. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of hard moving forward. I think for for the entire basketball community, and of course for all the families personally involved. I mean, like you said, it's just it's an absolute tragedy. And I think going forward, we will all remember the day, of course, but we will remember the league before and after Kobe passed. So, yeah, just no words, no words. Nothing, nothing could be said. All right. Well, let's get started. We'll go over to Wisconsin where the Bucks defeated the Wizards in a fairly high scoring affair. Um, over on the Buck on the Wizards side, we got Isaac Bonga getting a start, seventeen minutes, seven points, two rebounds. Ian Mahinmi, twenty one minutes, four points, seven rebounds. So neither one of those guys is getting too much doing much for fantasy purposes. Uh, Thomas Bryant, however, is starting to get into shape here. He had 32 minutes, 7-11 from the field. He missed two three-pointers before four from the free throw line, 10 rebounds, six assists, one steal, one block, two turnovers, 18 points for him. So looks like he might be back to his early season form. And if he is, he'll be a top 75 guy, uh, locked and loaded with upside for more for the rest of the season. Isaiah Thomas getting the start, but only 19 minutes for him. Still fairly productive, 16 points, 5 of 10 shooting, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 3 threes, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. And then Brad Beal doing most of the work for the Wizards, 13 of 31 from the field, 17 of 18 from the free throw line, 4 threes, 6 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, and a whopping 47 points. Off the bench, Troy Brown Jr. getting 35 minutes, 5 of 10 from the field, 2 threes, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 16 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. And Davis Bertans continuing his efficient ways, 15 points, 5 of 7 from the field, 4 of 4 from the three-point line, 1 of 2 from the free free throw, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 blocks, 1 turnover. So Ish Smith also getting in 27 minutes, but not that productive, 6 points, 6 assists, 3, three steals, 1 block. So Troy Brown Jr. looks to be trending up. And um, uh, with the Wizards likely to go to to development at the second half of the season, uh, probably a solid ad and a, and a guy that that may continue to trend up more. Thomas Bryant looks like he's back, and then Bradley Beal we know is a stud. Uh, between Thomas and Smith, it looks like they're getting into more and more of a timeshare. Even though Thomas is keeping a starting role, he's not getting big minutes. So. He's really tough to own in 12-team leagues and probably even 14 or 16-team leagues barely making the cut. Um, you see anything else with the Wizards? No, I think you covered it. All right. What do you see with the Bucks? All right, on the Milwaukee side, of course, we had Giannis sitting out tonight. Uh, so Chris Middleton went absolutely crazy. 35 minutes for 51 points on 16-26 shooting. Seven three-pointers. Uh, it was a perfect 12-12 from the free throw line. Gave you 10 rebounds, 6 assists, no defensive stats, and 2 turnovers. There's Sano Yusova starting tonight, the power forward. 20 minutes for 9 points on 3 of 7. Shooting, gave you a 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. 
five rebounds, two assists, two steals, a turnover, and no blocks. Lopez starting in the middle, 31 minutes, nine points on four of six shooting, contributed a three with three rebounds, five assists, a block, a turnover, and no steals. Wes Matthews left the game briefly uh, for an injury scare, but I, I do believe returned to the bench at least. I'm not sure if he got any more time. At the end of the game there was definitely a blowout. Uh, 24 minutes tonight, nine points on two of four shooting, gave you two threes, three or four from the free throw line. Three rebounds, three assists, and no defensive stats and no turnovers. And then Eric Bledsoe, 30 minutes for 34 points on 11 to 20 shooting. Gave you two threes, perfect 10 to 10 from the free throw line. Six rebounds, 10 assists, a steal, no blocks, and two turnovers. Um, and then off of the bench tonight, DiVincenzo, Connaughton, and George Hill all right around the 22-minute marker. But DiVincenzo, of course, is a guy you want to own, and he was a guy who produced tonight 16 points off of the bench. <clears throat> in 22 minutes for six and nine shooting contributed three threes one or two from the free throw line seven rebounds two assists and no defensive stats and no turnovers tonight um like i said in a previous pod definitely a big fan of divincenzo i think he's going to continue to trend up uh, and i definitely like his intangibles when it comes to the defensive stats he can provide um but really uh story of the line tonight definitely chris middleton and eric bledsoe Really, really going crazy. Uh, Chris Middleton, I think, is a very, very strong sell high. I think that his ranking is definitely inflated very heavily by his absolutely blistering field goal percentage as of late. And tonight, with Giannis being out of the lineup, this is an opportune time. So um, what are your thoughts, Hank, personally, on a sell high for Chris Middleton? What would you be looking to get back in return? Well, I think he's a solid player. Uh, So he's probably a top 50 guy in general, uh, maybe top 60. So... Um, I I don't know what you could get exactly. Uh, that would be selling. You know what I'm saying? So, if you got a top forty, top thirty five guy, you know I I I'm I'm trying to think about what what could reasonably d- be done here. Um, hmm, who could be targeted? Yeah, that's the real question because I'm definitely um because I'm getting some questions upgrade, about if you it. You wanted to upgrade over Middleton. At that point, the players you're getting are all pretty big names, you know, so it's hard. It's hard to kind of target. I mean, just reading off the basketball monster. I mean, look, these are the guys who are in the top 50. You got Brooke Lopez, Davis Bertans, Tobias, Jaron Jackson, Oubre, Daniel Gallinari, Covington. And then the people above Middleton are Curry, Drew Holiday, Brad Beal, Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, Lowry, Ben Simmons, DeAndre, etc. So, um... It's going to be tough to get someone better than him if only because uh, they will um, already have a big name and be harder to kind of snag cheap. What you could possibly do is package him with another guy and and maybe get a really elite player like James Harden or Towns or something. I mean, that's that's basically what you would have to do on a two-for-one, I think, to make it worth the sell high. Yeah, I agree. And personally, I'm I'm more of a fan of of trade packages when you're getting back a higher ranked guy because um, I'm a big fan of of streaming. So if it frees up a streaming spot for you going forward, and you're getting, as you said, you know, a really really high volume, high ranked guy, I think that it's, it's worth the it's worth the gamble. Um, personally, I'm just I'm I'm not out on Chris Milton by any means. As you said he's he's more than a fine fantasy player, um, and I think that he's going to continue to contribute in the ways that he has as the season rounds out. Um, I just think that right now people, you know, are 
you know, kind of getting trigger happy as we're approaching the trade deadline in a lot of leagues. And maybe somebody's looking at that ranking and thinking, hey, this is the guy for me. So I guess just kind of see what's going on in your league. It's definitely situational. Yeah. I mean, if you could get somebody better, of course, go for it. Uh, and then you feel free to hit us up on Twitter and, and see what we think. If you got an offer on the table, you can also use the hoop ball forums to discuss any trade possibilities and scenarios in your league. All right, let's go over the next game. We got the Knicks visiting the Hornets. Uh, over on the Knicks, you had Julius Randle popping off for 10 of 19, 4 or 5 from the free throw line, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, no blocks, and 3 turnovers. Um, you got Marcus Moore Sr., 9 of 20 from the field, 4 threes, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 23 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 4 turnovers. So... Morris is a guy kind of also seems maybe like a sell high, but he's been pretty consistent top 80 value. And as long as he stays healthy, it looks like he can maintain it. Um, we may see the Knicks shift over to more youth development later in the season, but it hasn't happened yet. And Morris has been pretty solid. So, I mean, you got to feel pretty at least decent about his current position. Taj Gibson, again, we, we discuss this every week. He's still starting 16 minutes. Three points on a single three-pointer. Three rebounds, one assist, one block, um, no turnovers. Uh, Alfred Payton getting the start. 5-11 from the field. Ten points, eight rebounds, eight assists, one steal, no turnovers, two blocks. Then Reggie Bullock, 28 minutes, two of seven from the field. One three, one of one from the free throw line. Two rebounds, two two assists, no steals, no blocks, one turnover. So, um, again, Bullock we've mentioned a bunch of times already. Shot has not been falling uh, but again, the the volume is good, and if you're in a 14-team league, uh, he may make sense to someone to just add and speculatively and see if he can get a shot together because he could be a decent late-round option for those needing threes. Off the bench, Mitchell Robinson, 26 minutes, 2 of 2 from the field, 10 rebounds, 1 steal, 5 blocks, no turnovers, 4 points. So... Um, this is becoming kind of a trend with these very low-scoring games, but still putting up decent rebounds, putting up decent, much more than decent blocks, and having a good field goal percentage. So, you know, somehow it doesn't feel like it, but on the season, uh, Mitchell Robinson has been a top 60 player on a per-game basis and, and probably even higher if you go cumulatively. So he's got nothing but upside, so he's hard to sell low because... He's still producing top 60 numbers, and, and if he just scores a little bit more, he could really jack this ranking up even higher. Um, other than him, not much to talk about off the bench. Frankie Smokes, only three minutes. His, his role is really diminishing here. Kevin Knox, 11 minutes, two points, one rebound. Bobby Portis, 18 minutes, four points, one rebound, one assist, one steal. And Damian Dotson, uh, 19, 19 minutes, six points, four rebounds. So... With the Knicks, you got Moore Senior as a potentially sell high kind of guy, but he may be consistent. You got Reggie Bullock as a potentially an option in fourteen or sixteen team leagues, and then you got Mitchell Robinson, who's still floating around the top sixty, even while producing as little as he can. So, uh, if you look at the top sixty as his floor, his upside is pretty high. Any other thoughts with the Knicks? Uh, no, uh, I think you ran through it perfectly. Uh, I definitely agree with everything you said about Mitchell Robinson. I'm a big fan. Okay, what do, what do you got at the Hornets? 
All right, on the Charlotte side, uh, Miles Bridges got 25 minutes tonight in the starting lineup for 15 points on 6 of 10 shooting. Gave you two threes, four rebounds, no um, no turnovers, no assists, no steals, and a block. P.J. Washington in 30 minutes tonight gave you three points on 1 of 9 shooting. Really struggled. 1 of 2 from the free throw line, eight rebounds, four assists, um, and then gave you a steal, a block, and one turnover. Cody Zeller in the center spot got 28 minutes tonight for 10 points on 5 of 11 shooting. Gave you 10 rebounds, two turnovers, a steal, and a block. Devontae Graham in 34 minutes really struggled with the shot tonight for only five points on one of eight shooting. No threes and three of six from the free throw line. Gave you the standard assists, 10 assists tonight. No defensive stats and three turnovers. Terry Rozier got the ball rolling tonight. 34 minutes for 30 points on 9 of 17 shooting. Gave you four threes, a perfect 8 of 8 from the free throw line. 10 rebounds and assists, no defensive stats, and only two turnovers. So you definitely love to see that. And then off of the bench tonight, Malik Monk, 23 minutes for 13 points on 4 of, two, four of 12 shooting. Perfect 5 of 5 from the free throw line. Two rebounds, two assists, a turnover, and no defensive stats. And then Willie Ernan Gomez got some runs tonight in the absence of Bismack Biombo, Kid Gilfrey. Gid Gilchrist and Batum um, got 18 minutes tonight for 12 points on four of nine shooting. Gave you a three with three or five from the free throw line, 10 rebounds and assists, two steals, no blocks, and two turnovers. Um, guys off the bench don't really think that they're standard league or too much of note. Uh, as I said, Devontae Graham struggled mightily with the shot, but Graham, Rogier, um, Washington are going to be a standard league, guys, in my opinion. Really fringy, especially as the Hornets approach silly season. I'm sure they're going to start to give a lot of their younger guys more run. Um, and I'm sure Bridges is is one of the guys who's going to get a lot of those minutes and usage. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the the Hornets as they kind of head into oblivion here? Um, uh, you cut out a little bit. Did you mention Malik Monk? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I said that I think, um, you know, as the Hornets kind of start to head into the silly season and they're when we kind of get past the all-star break, I'm assuming they're going to give a lot of their younger guys some more run. So I anticipate guys like Bridges, Monk, um, maybe even Bacon are going to get a lot more run down the stretch here. What are your What are your thoughts as far yeah, as maybe I, looking I, at one of those guys? I agree with that. I think I think they can all be added speculatively. Um, they've all got enough upside. If you kind of are hanging around with your last spot or two, um, I think Bridges or Monk, either one of them. Uh, Makes sense as an ad. Um, they can contribute across a, a bunch of categories, and I think that they may be in for for larger minute roles down the stretch. So I think both of them make sense as speculative ads. And of course, if they don't pan out, you, you just cut them and move on. Yep. All right, over to Philadelphia, where the Sixers took out the Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green getting a start tonight. Nine points, nine rebounds, 12 assists, one steal, three blocks, and a three-pointer. So, big line from him tonight. Um, Marquise Chris getting a start, 15 points, 6 of 10 shooting, 0 of 2 from the three-point line, 3 of 4 from the free throw, five rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Glenn Robinson, the third, 7 of 11 from the field, three threes, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, 20 points. Damian Lee, six points, one rebound, one assist. D'Angelo Russell. 10 of 22 from the field, 6 threes, 2 of 5 from the free throw line, 28 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals, no blocks, 3 turnovers. Off the bench, you got Alec Burks, 
three of eight from the field, two threes, four of five from the free throw line, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, no blocks, and four turnovers. So with this, with the Warriors, you got a few options here. Uh, Marquis Chris becoming increasingly um, enticing as an ad in standard leagues and 12-team leagues. I think he's definitely worth an ad. He's somebody that can rack up, even though he had no threes or defensive statistics tonight. Those are categories he can rack up fairly easily. Um, the points and rebounds will likely be there. Uh, the question with him will be the percentages and the turnovers. But it looks like he's getting into a bigger role on the team, especially with Willie Cauley-Stein traded. So I think he makes a lot of sense as an ad. Uh, Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks, Damian Lee, these guys kind of trade off big games. Eric Pascal comes and goes. Um, any of them make sense while they're hot. Uh, if they cool down, you can always cut them and move on. Draymond Green, uh, he's productive somewhat when he's there, but he's in and he's out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, if and when Steph Curry comes back. Will Green play more so they see how the lineup works with him, Curry, and Russell? Will Green take more time off? Uh, so we'll see what happens with Green. As it stands, he's probably worth owning in 12-team leagues, uh, but will still be frustrating to own because he'll just be taking random games off. And some of the games that he's physically playing in, he's mentally checked out of. So um, the Warriors are an interesting team, and, I, and I've been feeling it for for the past couple of months. They're, they're probably one of the most consequential teams as far as fantasy goes because players' values are going up, they're going down. Um, there's a lot of movement with this team, and this is one of the few teams in the league where you really don't know where the value is going to be coming from two weeks from now. So keep a close eye on them and, and try to play who's hot. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, so where are you at as far as Damian Lee? Are you are you thinking firm drop? Um, I would probably have dropped him at this point just because he's been cold for a few games in a row. Uh, we've seen earlier in the season, you know, just a month or two where he was more productive. So I I, I wouldn't hesitate to add him if, if he if he went on a hot streak, but the other issue is that you could end up you can end up with uh, Lee just losing his job altogether with with um, Curry coming back. So if anything, he's he might only have a few more weeks of productive time, and he hasn't been productive recently. So I would I would be willing to cut him for a hot hot player right now, or even a decent player. Yeah, like, I'd rather. I'd rather own Marquis Chris. I'd rather own Draymond Green even. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. What about the Sixers? All right. For the Sixers tonight, Joel Embiid came back to the lineup. Got 26 minutes for 24 points on 9 of 13 shooting. Gave you a 3. Went 5 of 8 from the free throw line. 10 rebounds and assists. A block. No steals and 5 turnovers. Al Horford got 31 minutes tonight for 12 points on 4 of 11 shooting. Gave you two threes, two of two from the free throw line, 11 rebounds, eight assists, a steal, no blocks, and two turnovers. Tobias Harris, 36 minutes for 14 points on six of 10 shooting. Contributed a three, went one and two from the free throw line, seven rebounds, four assists, no defensive stats, and two turnovers. Shake Milton in the starting lineup, Sands Josh Richardson, 25 minutes for 11 points on five of six shooting. Gave you a three. One rebound, two assists, a steal, and two turnovers. 
And then Ben Simmons in 27 minutes had 17 points on four of 11 shooting. Nine of 10 from the free throw line is surprisingly strong. Four rebounds, five assists, only one steal tonight, and only two turnovers. So you definitely love the low turnover volume there. Off of the bench, Thibault and Korkmaz, uh, both around 22 minutes. Thibault got five points on two of five shooting with two rebounds, three assists, and surprisingly no defensive stats this evening. And then Korkmaz, eight points in 21 minutes um, off three of seven shooting, two three-pointers, two rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and a turnover. Uh, and then Raul Neto in 20 minutes had 19 points on seven of 10 shooting, also contributed two rebounds and two assists with a steal. Uh, definitely, in my opinion, Neto's not a standard league guy. Korkma is probably more of a, a three-point streaming specialist, uh, maybe somebody that you run with when Embiid is sitting out or out of the lineup. Uh, and then Thibault, of course, we know what he brings from a defensive uh, perspective, but offensively, definitely a lot more to be desired. And as you see tonight, he can very quickly disappear, especially when he's not contributing defensively. So um, what's your opinion as far as uh, ownership for kind of this uh, roulette wheel that we're seeing um, kind of everybody stepping up this, this committee approach in the absence of Josh Richardson, who, who would you rather own between Milton and Thibault and uh, Corkmaz and that kind of, that kind of mess? Well, they're all, they're all really marginal options. I think Thibault uh, is the most, um, is the one I would take out of the group just because of the defensive upside. Uh, so I think, the other, the other two maybe can score a little bit more, but I think Thibault will give you the most as far as defensive statistics, and those are the ones that are probably more more likely to swing a week as if you get a guy who's giving you big steals and blocks. Plus, he can yeah. hit the threes too, you know. So he's not going to score a bunch. He's not going to give you, uh, you know, big offensive numbers, but the defensive statistics can can really help swing a a matchup. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the next game. We got the Pelicans visiting the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we had a big trade in Hoopball Dynasty League 2 this past week. Um, I traded Zion for Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, and Nerlens Noel. Um, apparently the trade got posted on Twitter and the guy who made the trade with me got got some flack for it. So, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I mean, nobody nobody got into my DM, so I don't. Nobody nobody said anything to me. Maybe my my thing wasn't posted. But what are your thoughts on that trade for a dynasty league? Repeat who you got again. I got Kawhi Leonard, Demar Derozan, and Nerlens Noel. And you moved Zion and whom? That's it. Just Zion. Oh, I mean, yeah, then, I mean, you absolutely, in my opinion, yeah, you're, you're the clear winner there. Um, I guess you could make the argument since it is a dynasty league that we, we have to wait and see with Zion. Um, but yeah, I mean, in my, in my personal opinion, uh, job well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> so that, yeah, that, it just caused some, I guess some people got mad on Twitter. I, I don't know what was said. Um, yeah, I'd been, I'd been shopping them all year. Uh, earlier in the season, I got an offer of Russell Westbrook, Nikolai Vucevic, and Josh Richardson, which is a trade I, I was willing to do, but then he ended up trading those players before I could accept. So I got a little bit lucky that I got the steal instead. Um, 
I mean, his his long term outlook is pretty good. I, I do have some concerns about his health and how his body will hold up, um, and 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 just kind of how his career will go out. But obviously, he's got the potential to be the number one guy in fantasy, especially if his free throw shooting improves. So there's a lot of potential with him, and and a couple years down the road, this you know he may he may look really good, and and the trade may not may not be so lopsided. But we'll find out. Time will tell. Anyways, as as for redraft leagues, Brandon Ring- <laughs> Brandon Ingram, thirty two minutes, nine nine of thirteen from the field, four threes, two of two from the free throw line, one rebound, six assists, two steals, no blocks, three turnovers, twenty four points total. Zion, fourteen points, seven of thirteen from the field, over one from the free throw line, nine rebounds, one assist, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Derek Favors, four of five, nine points, seven rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, one turnover. Lonzo Ball, five points on two of ten shooting, one of seven from the free throw line, eight rebounds, seven assists, two steals, a block, and four turnovers. And then Drew Holiday, 10 of 16 from the field, three threes, five of six from the free throw line, 28 points, eight assists, two rebounds, three steals, four blocks, one turnover. So spectacular line from Drew Holiday. He's looked pretty good. Uh, concerns about him being hurt or whatever have been overblown. And um, as long as as long as the... Pelicans give him minutes. It looks like he's going to really right the ship after a very slow start to begin the year. Off the bench, you got J.J. Redick, 4 of 10 from the field, 2 threes, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 15 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, no blocks, 4 turnovers. And Josh Hart, only 22 minutes, 1 of 5 from the field, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks, no turnovers, 2 points. So, Zion's return, especially as he gets 30 minutes tonight, it looks like it's cutting into Josh Hart. It's probably cutting into J.J. Redick some. And so these guys are going to be harder to own. I think Redick is still going to maintain uh, 12-team value, probably at the lower end of that. Josh Hart seems like he's off the 12-team radar for now, um, but he could easily reemerge. So let's see how the rotations shake out. But it looks like Ingram, Drew Holiday, they're going to be fine. Ball kind of a question questionable player in the first place not not good tonight has been productive obviously you can hold on to him in a 12 team league but um if i could i would i would move him because i don't like the way his game translates into fantasy for the most part um any other thoughts with the with the pelicans um no i think you ran through it uh i do have one question for you though do you think brandon ingram um is in a potential buy low situation right now. Would you be buying on Brandon Ingram if somebody was willing to to sell? Well, it depends on how we're going to define low. On the season, Brandon Ingram is is in the top twenty five. So, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, as far as a lot of owners, from what I've been hearing, are concerned, as you said, with Zion's return to the lineup and how that will impact Brandon Ingram going forward. And so people are thinking, you know, maybe this is my opportunity to make a move off of Ingram to get something um, or the inverse. So my question to you would be, if you had somebody who floated you a Brandon Ingram trade, what would be too much to make that move? Um, I mean, I'm just looking at it. The people ranked below him on Basketball Monster, Devin Booker, Nikolai Vucevic, Rashawn Holmes, Rudy Gobert, Trey Young, Giannis, Tatum, Aiton, Simmons, all these guys I'd probably hold over Ingram. Uh, mm-hmm. where, I, where I may consider a trade is Kyle Lowry, uh, maybe Brad Beal, but that's, that's just because I'm concerned about his playing time down the stretch. Drew Holiday mm-hmm. I'd probably hold over Brandon Ingram. 
Middleton is an interesting question. Uh, I probably hold Ingram over Middleton. Mitchell, DeRozan, Bam. I guess I'd hold Ingram over over, over all these guys. Mm-hmm. Tobias, I may trade Ingram for because I like Tobias's durability. Even though Ingram has been fine this year. Yeah. All right. What about you? Um, as far as Ingram, yep. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely like your your point on Beal. Um, I, I definitely, I think I'd prefer to have Ingram. I definitely think I'd prefer to have Ingram over Middleton as well. Um, and then definitely, if I'm if I'm owning any of those, or I'm sorry, if I'm a Brandon Ingram owner and anybody's willing to uh, do a swap for Brad Beal, it's definitely something that I would be considering very heavily because, like you said, I mean, I'm very concerned with the fact that the wizards are going to the absolute bottom in a, in a hurry, it seems. Um, and there's really going to be absolutely no reason to play him. So we're going to see what happens. Obviously he's not going to be, he's not going to be getting moved out of Washington by any means. Um, so those concerns can completely fly out the window, but yeah, I, that, that's really my point here. I, I think that there's, there's some value in that move. All right. What do you see over with the Cavs? Yeah, on the Cleveland side, Sadie uh, Osman, 24 minutes for nine points on four of 11 shooting, contributed to three with two rebounds. I'm sorry, four rebounds, four assists, a turnover, a block, and no steals. K Love kind of came back down to earth tonight, 26 minutes for 12 points on four 15 shooting, gave you two threes, two two from the free throw line, six rebounds, three assists, no defensive stats, and two turnovers. Tristan Thompson got 22 minutes in the center tonight for five points on two five shooting. Gave you nine rebounds, two turnovers, no defensive stats, no assists. Dante Exum, there's a name we haven't seen in a long time. 18 minutes, four points on one on three shooting. Contributed a rebound, a turnover, and nothing else. Colin Sexton had 31 minutes tonight for 24 points, nine and 20 shooting, two threes, four four from the free throw line, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block, which happened to be on Zion. It was Pretty phenomenal. I'm not sure if you caught that or not. I was very impressed by that. Um, and then no turnover. So Sexton's been playing very, very strong as of late, as we know. Off of the bench, Kevin Porter Jr. got 20, uh, <clears throat> 25 minutes tonight for 21 points on 8 of 16 shooting. Hit five threes tonight. Two rebounds, two assists, three turnovers, and a steal. And then Larry Nance Jr. in 25 minutes had 17 points on 6 of 10 shooting. Gave you a three. was four, four from the free throw line. Contributed 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Um, for the rest of your league that was asleep while you were listening to this show, we've been definitely advocating for Larry Nance as a pickup here. Um, and he is firmly, I'm sure, rostered in, in the majority of leagues now. Um, I, I was able to snag him up in the league, and I've just been loving how he's been playing. As we know, Tristan Thompson's probably on his way out. Um, if not on his way out, definitely um, on his way out of the minutes here because Nance uh, got 25 minutes tonight. To Thompson's 22. Are there any other Cavs, really, in your opinion, that are of note? Um, I think Kevin Porter Jr., since the Cavs aren't really going anywhere, is probably going to see a lot of run kind of to close out the season here, um, especially if Garland's going to be out of the lineup. Um, which, I guess, speaking of, do we know why Garland is out of the lineup? I believe it was just a... Uh, uh, a... Um, a uh, rest day. Okay. I do still, I do still wonder if they're going to give Porter Jr. some, uh, 
some run here at the end of the season, a little bit more run. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on him? Uh, I think Porter uh, is is a good candidate for more run, uh, and is worth a speculative add. Uh, but maybe one or two more good games before I I would add him. If I'm gonna cut something, I'm gonna miss. Um, yeah, very fair. Because I think that uh, Garland will probably be back next game, and once he's back, then we'll see how many minutes he's actually going to end up getting. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Where are we at? Okay. Next game, we had Atlanta visiting Toronto Raptors. So uh, we had John Collins is just continuing to play really well. 33 minutes, 11 of 14 from the field, 28 points, 12 rebounds, no assists, no steals, one block, four turnovers. So just hyper-efficient shooting from him. And he's been playing like that since he's been back. Uh, He's been a top-10 player on a per-game basis uh, this season and in no small part because of his excellent percentages. Uh, uh, We got uh, DeAndre Hunter. 33 minutes, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 8 from the three-point line, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. No steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Trey Young, quiet night for him, scoring-wise. Um, I'd like to make up for it a little bit with 13 assists, but only 5 of 13 from the field, 18 points, 2 rebounds, no steals, no blocks, and a whopping 7 turnovers. Kevin Huerta, 9, min- nine points on- in 38 minutes, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block. And then Cam Reddish, excuse me, no blocks, one turnover. Cam Reddish, 7 of 16 from the field, 4 of 11 from the three-point line, 18 points for him, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block, 2 turnovers. So Reddish is somebody that looks like he he may be able to produce more in the second half of the season. Um, Getting a little bit more run, getting a little bit more usage. uh, Could be a good guy for three-pointers, points, and, you know, a touch of, of rebounding. Uh, off the bench, not too much going on. Jeff Teague, uh, 21 minutes, 2 of 8 from the field, 5 points, 5 assists, 4 steals, 3 rebounds. And then Damian Jones, 1 of 1 from the field, 5 of 6 from the 3-point line, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 7 points. And then Vince Carter, 4 of 9, 2 threes, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, 1 turnover. So um, with the Hawks, we're looking at Collins. As a stud, Trey Young is a stud. Uh, DeAndre Hunter and Kevin Huerta are kind of low-end guys that you could add and see what happens. And same thing with Cam Reddish, who maybe has a little bit upside. Jeff Teague kind of playing his way out of 12-team leagues. Maybe provided some very low-end value in 14-team leagues. Anything else with the Hawks? No, I think you covered it. All right. How about the Raptors? All right, on to the Toronto side of the ball. Um, Kyle Lowry got 32 minutes tonight for 12 points on four of eight shooting. Gave you two threes, two of two from the free throw line, eight rebounds, 11 assists, no blocks, a steal, and five turnovers. Fred Van Vliet, 29 minutes for 19 points on eight of 16 shooting. Three threes, a rebound, three assists, one steal, no blocks, and two turnovers. Pascal Siakam kind of struggled from the field tonight in 26 minutes, but did manage to score 24 points on 8 of 20 shooting. Gave you two threes, 6 of 10 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, a block, no steals, and no turnovers. 
And then the two guys who got hurt, OG Ananobi in 26 minutes tonight, four points on one of three shooting, had six rebounds and three assists with a steal and three blocks before suffering a shoulder injury. And then Mark Gasol in 16 minutes had 10 points on four or five shooting, gave you two threes, <clears throat> a rebound, an assist, and two blocks. Off of the bench, Serge Ibaka in 27 minutes had 24 points on 9 of 14 shooting. Gave you two threes and went four or six on the free throw line. Also contributed 10 rebounds, two steals, no blocks, no assists, and no turnovers. Norman Powell in 23 minutes had six points on two of nine shooting. Contributed um, two rebounds and assist, four steals, and two turnovers. And then Terrence Davis in 22 minutes had 15 points on five and nine shooting, contributed to three and went four or four from the free throw line. Also had six rebounds and assists and no defensive stats or turnovers. Um, in my personal opinion, if OG Ananobi and or Mark Gasol are to be out of the lineup for an extended period of time, uh, I definitely think that it's going to be the people who you're going to be wanting to look to are going to be Norman Powell and Terrence Davis. Uh, in your personal opinion, Hank, who, who would you rather – who would you rather roll with as a speculative at uh, should these guys be out of the lineup for an extended period of time? Uh, well, Powell has been more productive recently. And um, my guess is he'd, he'd probably be the one that's a little bit more productive of the two. But I think I think they're both you know in the same boat. I don't think there's a massive preference of one over the other. I would take Powell over Davis, but I think they're both fine. And, and and by the way, I, I'm not sure the deal with OG. I know that. I mean, I've got Marcus on a few places, so I'm aware that he pulled his hamstring, uh, which he had pulled earlier this season. So uh, very good chance that he ends up missing a few games. And uh, um, maybe maybe you may have to drop him, especially if you're in a tight race for a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I guess both of them are scheduled for a reevaluation. So I guess we'll just wait and see what comes out, but definitely a situation to monitor. All right, next game we've got Boston at Miami. Boston pulling off the victory here. Gordon Hayward, 38 minutes for him, 10 of 14 from the field, 8 of 10 from the free throw line, hit a three, 29 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 assists, no steal, 1 block, 2 turnovers. So Big line from him. Daniel Tice, 30 minutes for him. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks, no turnovers. So very efficient. He also shot a 3, but he missed it. Marcus Smart, 36 minutes, 3 of 13 from the field. 3 threes, 2 of 2 from the free line, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, steal, 3 blocks, 4 turnovers. So a really Marcus Smart uh, type of a line there with the poor field goal shooting, but production all, all across the board everywhere else. Campbell Walker also the poor shooting nine five five of nineteen from the field three of five from the free throw line three of thirteen from the three point line four rebounds eight assists a steal no turnovers and excuse me no blocks and two turnovers then Jalen Brown having a good night twenty five points ten of sixteen from the field four threes one of two from the free throw line five assists three rebounds one one block and five turnovers off the bench you had Greg Williams or excuse me <clears throat> Grant Williams uh, twenty three minutes. Five points, seven rebounds, zero assists, one steal, one block, one, zero turnovers. And then Brad Wanamaker, 14 minutes for him, two of five from the field, two threes, six points, three rebounds, two assists. And then you had Semi Oyeli, um, 
seven seven points, two re, two assists, three rebounds, one steal, no blocks, one turnover. So, as far as the Celtics go, Hayward, Tice, Smart, Walker, Brown, all must own, must start players. Um, especially with Ennis Kanter out, obviously with Kanter's back, Tice becomes a little bit more dicey. Um, but the other four are are must start and and or must own and, and typically must start. Jalen Brown has been an interesting player this year. Uh, he's right around top sixty. Um, certainly playing a lot better than I expected, but I, I wouldn't expect him to regress for fantasy purposes. So, not really a sell high or anything like that. Um, and then Jason Tatum was out tonight, but he'll be back and he'll be fine too. So, Celtics have a tight rotation. The biggest question is with their center position, but if if Canner's out, then Tice is definitely worth worth owning and starting. And even when Canner's back, Tice has very sneaky twelve team value at the low end um any other thoughts with the celtics yeah to your point i really like tice i think he is very very sneaky to your point um with his value and he i'm i'm a big fan of his uh, his fantasy stats up okay what about the heat all right jimmy bucket's got it going tonight 36 minutes for 20 points on 5 of 14 shooting didn't have any threes but went 10 and 12 from the free throw line Maybe six rebounds, two assists, three steals, no blocks, and three turnovers. Bam out of bio in 33 minutes, had 16 points on 7 11 shooting, absolutely scorching. 2 2 from the free throw line, 10 rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block, and two turnovers. Myers Leonard starting at the center in 11 minutes, had two points on one of three from the field, contributed two rebounds, no defensive stats, and a turnover. Duncan Robinson in 38 minutes tonight had 12 points on 4 of 12 shooting. And the fourth of 12 was four threes, um, five rebounds, two assists, no defensive stats, and no turnovers. Tyler Hero in 28 minutes at the point guard position had six points on three of 13 shooting. Didn't contribute any threes tonight, but gave you five rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, and a turnover. Off of the bench, Derek Jones Jr. in 22 minutes had 10 points on three of six shooting. Gave you a three and went three or four from the free throw line. For four rebounds and assists, a steal, no turnovers, and no blocks. And then Goran Dragic in 30 minutes tonight had 23 points on 64-14 shooting. Gave you a three and went 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Two rebounds, four assists, two steals, no blocks, and two turnovers. Um, what's your what's your outlook when it comes to the Miami? I think to your point on Boston, um, Miami uh, is kind of the inverse where you kind of know what you're going to get from Boston and Miami outside of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. It's kind of a, whoever has the hot hand, we're going to roll with them tonight. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts on Miami's lineup? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Whoever's got the hot hand, I think Duncan Robinson probably worth owning as a source of three pointers. Um, other than him, you really got to go game by game. Who's hot? Play them. You may get a couple of good games out of them. You know, Goran Dragic was playing well tonight. Uh, he's somebody that if, if he carves out a 30-minute role, he's great. He's been pretty good for the last, uh, you know, little run of games. So I, I wouldn't mind adding him and seeing how long he can keep it up. If he's still available in your league, he may not be. Um, you know, none, none was out tonight. You know, he's been decent. Tyler Hero's okay. So... Any of these guys, if they get hot, you can you can use them. Um, but it's really Butler and Adebayo are the are the studs. Duncan Robinson is probably good enough to be owned as a three point guy, and then Hero, Dragic, and Kendrick Nunn are all players that warrant ownership if they if they are 
it lock into a decent role. Yep. And Derek Jones Jr. too could potentially get on fantasy radar, but he's got to get a consistent minute minute role as well. Yeah, I wish he would because that guy, I mean. Yeah, he can pop man. all the stats. Oh, yeah. All right, before we get to the next game, we want to remind you that this podcast, like all of our shows, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com. H-A-W-A-I-I-A-N-I-S-L-E-S.com. Hawaiianisles.com. Or on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Or on on Twitter, Hi Kona Coffee. H-I-K-O-N-A-C-O-F-F-E-E. Hi Kona Coffee on Twitter. So check it out. like I, like I said before, you know, you got the option of pre-ground beans or freshly roasted beans uh, that you ground yourself. I myself recommend that you get the whole beans, grind them at home, uh, brew your own uh, coffee or espresso, and and uh, enjoy it. And, and it's a great coffee bean. And if you have any questions on coffee, hit us up on Twitter. We're happy to talk about Hawaiian Alice Kona Coffee or any grinder or uh, brewing machine questions you may have. All right. Next next game, we've got Denver uh, visiting Memphis. And uh, I'll start with the Nuggets. So Jeremy Grant still starting with Paul Millsop out and no return date in sight. 21 points, six threes, four rebounds, four assists, two steal blocks, no turnovers. So if this guy's still floating around on your wa- waiver wire, feel free to add him and play him until Paul Millsap returns. Torrey Craig getting the start, but only 18 minutes, five points, two rebounds. No assists, no steals, one block, no turnovers. Will Barton, 3 of 10 from the field. 1-3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. 9 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 3 turnovers. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, 39 minutes, 25 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 7 turnovers. And Gary Harris, 25 minutes for him, 10 points, 2 threes, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, no blocks, 2 turnovers. Michael Porter Jr., his minutes are, are trending down a little bit after getting 30-plus, but 8 points, 4 rebounds, assists, 3 steals. And then uh, Monty Morris had 34 minutes, 9, nine points, 6 assists, 1 steal, no blocks, 4 turnovers. So uh, with the Nuggets, with with uh, Jamal Murray out, and with that, without Paul Millsap, there's a little bit of usage to go around. Uh, it seems like the biggest winner here is Jeremy Grant. As far as the guards go, Torrey Craig is getting a little bit more time, but not enough for 12-team value, and his minutes went down tonight. Um, Monty Morris got enough minutes, 34, but uh, not necessarily the most productive, 9.6 assists, 5 rebounds. So, you know, not not a great night, 2-3. So, I mean, if you're desperate, you can add him. And then Michael Porter Jr., his minutes are going back down too. So, whereas he did get on the 12-team radar for about a week, it looks like he's no longer going to be producing at that level. Um, with Murray and Millsap coming back, uh, the Nuggets have a pretty good lineup of, of Murray and Millsap, Barton, Jokic, and Harris. So that's those are the guys you probably want to start in fantasy. Harris is kind of a tentative guy to hold in fantasy, but especially with Murray out, I think worth owning and worth playing. Um, anything else with the Nuggets? No, I agree. Okay. How about the Grizz? All right, on the Memphis side of the ball, Kyle Anderson got 27 minutes tonight for four points on two or four shooting. Gave you four rebounds, three assists, three steals, a block, and two turnovers. 
Jonas Valanciunas in the middle had 33 minutes for 23 points on 11 and 19 shooting, one of three from the free throw line, 12 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, and no turnovers. Dylan Brooks in 32 minutes had 24 points on 11 and 19 shooting, gave you a three, and went one of four from the free throw line, contributed a rebound, three assists, a steal, a block, and two turnovers. John Moran at the point guard position had 14 points in 29 minutes on six of 11 shooting. Four from the free throw line also contributed six rebounds, seven assists, four steals, and three turnovers. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. at the power forward in 30 minutes had 10 points and four of 10 shooting. Gave you two threes, contributed two rebounds and assists, three turnovers, and a massive seven blocks. I mean, good God, get it out of his house. Yeah. Blocking absolutely everything. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> guy's a monster. Um, and then off of the bench, Brandon Clark, 21 minutes tonight for 12 points on six and nine shooting. Also contributed six rebounds, two assists, a block, no steals, and no turnovers. Tyus Jones got 19 minutes tonight, but only three points on one and two shooting. Also contributed three rebounds, seven assists, two turnovers, and a steal. Um, and then the rest of the guys, not really uh, standard league guys at all between Solomon Hill, uh, John Kachar, and Marco Gudrich. Uh, DeAnthony Melton was a late scratch. Josh Jackson has recently been recalled from the G League, but it didn't look like he got any run tonight. Um, so it's a situ- situation to monitor with that because uh, as i'm sure as they're approaching the trade deadline the grizzlies will start to look a little, little bit different also had jay crowder out of the lineup tonight so the minutes were kind of all over the place dylan brooks of course is going to be very very positively impacted by all these guys not being in the lineup and he personally is a guy who i do not trust because um, all he really contributes to you in is volume scoring uh, which isn't too helpful especially in category leagues any any thoughts from you on the on the memphis grizzlies I think you covered it all. Um, like you said, Melton was out tonight. Hopefully he comes back. If he ends up missing a few games and gets dropped in your league, snatch him up. He's pretty good, especially in uh, the limited minutes that he has. All right, before we get to the final game of the night, we want to remind you of all our other uh, big sponsor, mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Uh, gambling website for anything you need. Uh, obviously, we got the Super Bowl coming up. This is a basketball podcast, but we know that people still like to bet on football. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code today. If you use the promo code today, you get up to fifty. You get a fifty percent bonus up to a thousand dollars. So you put in mybookie. Go to mybookie.ag. You put in the promo code today. You deposit $2,000, you get a $1,000 bonus, right? And you can get 50% of your deposit amount up to a $1,000 bonus. So mybookie.ag, promo code today for all your sports uh, betting needs. And you can check out the HoopBall Gaming Podcast. Uh, That's available every day, breaks down the day's games. Uh, You get get the best picks, you get the best information. Uh, they got football, they got basketball, they've got a lot of other other options, sports and non-sports alike. So check it out, mybookie.ag, promo code today for a 50% bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. All right, with that, we'll go to the final game of the night, Phoenix at Dallas. And a pretty surprising uh, game here tonight. You had Kelly, uh, we had the Suns winning by 29 points. Kelly Oubre Jr., 31 minutes, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, no blocks, 2 turnovers. Michael Bridges, 13 points, 4-5 shooting, 1-3, 4-4 from the free throw line, 
two rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block, no turnovers, 13 points. So a very quiet and very sneaky nine-category line from Bridges tonight. DeAndre Ayton, much less sneaky, 13 of 15 from the field, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 31 points, nine rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block, one turnover. So um, he had a bad couple of games in a row. He woke up. And frankly, if he has a couple of quiet games, I try to jump all over him. I think he's a top 30 guy, and I think he's going to finish the season very strong. Ricky Rubio, 2 of 5 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, 6 points. And then Devin Booker also shooting the lights out tonight, 12 of 20 from the field, 2 threes, 32 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, no, 2 steals, no blocks, 1 turnover. Off the bench, uh, nothing too much of note. Dario Sarge, 22 minutes, 8 points, 4 of 7 from the field, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, a block, and 2 turnovers. It uh, looks like his minutes are getting cut back, and, and that was even you know a little bit of uh, inflated minutes to the blowout. And then you had Ty Jerome also blowout inflated, 23 minutes, 12 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. So as far as the Suns go, Oubre, Aiton, Bridges, excuse me, Oubre, Aiton, and Booker are all studs or, or early round guys. Uh, Rubio is, is very solid mid round or lower mid round a guard. And then Bridges is kind of working his way up and, and has a chance to finish strong. Uh, the most important thing with Bridges is been over the last couple of weeks his minutes have gone way up. And um, with the minutes, you know he's not going to necessarily be the best scorer, but uh, with the defensive statistics and the three point shooting and, and all aspects of his game, he will be a you know. A decent 12-team guy and, and, frankly, somebody that can crack the top 90. So uh, Bridges is someone that makes sense if he's floating around on your wire. And if he keeps, you know, getting these big minutes, uh, he's someone to, you know, add if he gets dropped after one or two bad shooting nights. Uh, what do you see, uh, any, any other thoughts with the Suns before we get to the Mavericks? No, uh, no, I think you covered it. All right. What about the Mavs? All right, on the Dallas side of the ball. Tim Hardaway Jr. in 26 minutes had nine points on three or ten shooting. Gave you two threes, went one on one from the free throw line, two rebounds and assists, no defensive stats, and a turnover. DFS Dorian Finney Smith in 22 minutes had three points on one of three shooting, and that one field goal was a three. Um, also contributed three rebounds and assists, a steal, a block, and one turnover. KP started in the center position in 20 minutes tonight, nine points on two of eight shooting. Gave you a three and went 4-4 from the free throw line. Also contributed three rebounds and assists. No defensive stats and two turnovers. Seth Curry in 19 minutes had four points on two of four shooting. No threes tonight from Curry. Also 0-1 from the free throw line. But gave you four rebounds and assists. No defensive stats and no turnovers. And then Luca, of course, in the point guard position. In 25 minutes tonight, 21 points on 7-15 shooting. Gave you a three and went 6-7 from the free throw line. Also contributed six rebounds, two assists, a steal, and four turnovers. Off of the bench, Maxi Kleba in 19 minutes had six points on three of eight shooting. No threes tonight, but gave you five rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, as well as no defensive stats. Jalen Brunson in 25 minutes tonight had 15 points on five of seven shooting. Went five of six in the free throw line and contributed two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and three turnovers. 
And then DeLon Wright in 15 minutes had two points on one of four shooting and only contributed an assist, a steal, and a turnover. Um, J.J. Barea got 22 minutes, but in my opinion, he's not a standard league guy. He contributed 15 points, two rebounds, seven assists, no defensive stats, and two turnovers. And then Willie Cauley-Stein, only 12 minutes tonight for four points on two of four shooting, but gave you three rebounds and assists, two steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Definitely a situation to monitor with Willie Cauley-Stein's addition to the the Mavericks team here. Um, Hopefully KP can stay in the lineup, but in the limited minutes tonight, it's looking like that's probably not going to be the case going forward. So interesting to see how the minute share splits up between him and Kleba. Um, In your personal opinion, Hank, who would you rather roll with? I know Kleba was the guy who everybody was rushing to the wire to add if he wasn't already um, on a roster with uh, Powell falling out of the lineup for the rest of the season. But do you think Cauley Stein is going to have a, a, a really negative or noticeable impact on Kleba's production? I do. I, I'm very concerned about that. I think Kleba was uh, probably a pretty pretty solid top 80 guy. Um, with Cauley Stein coming over, I'm concerned it's going to, take a big chunk of his minutes and if it takes you know an average of a you know whatever seven to 12 minutes a night away from him then it's going to really reduce his value so um obviously you got to see how things shake out tonight was a blowout so it's not really going to be very representative but we'll see how the things shake out i wouldn't drop clay but just yet but um i will say that uh whereas last week i would have i would have considering him a top 80 asset today i'm looking at him more as a very fringy guy to own in a 12 team league yeah okay uh what, well what do you think about that yeah no i agree with you i agree with you wholeheartedly um i'm really wondering how this is all going to shake out i definitely like Kleba's versatility um, and how he fits into the offense a little bit better uh personally i'm just not really uh buying in on what we call stein but this is definitely a situation of, of necessity, and they need a big man. Um, so we're, we're going to see how this all shakes out, and definitely KP would be one of the biggest variables in this because if he is to miss any extended period of time or to be out of the lineup sporadically um, on those nights, it's definitely going to be the Kleba and Stein show. So I guess they'll see who has the hottest hand, and that's going to be the one catching the most oops from Luca. Yep, and that's and that's a good point. I think uh, Porzingis' health is also a big question mark. So... If you throw that variable in there, it's just another reason to hold on to Kleba because uh, if, if he goes out, then Kleba will, will, will pick up those minutes right back. Yep, absolutely. All right, and then what was supposed to be the last game of the evening, Clippers versus Lakers, that game was postponed, um, obviously due to the very tragic uh, news about Kobe. Um, again, we opened the show on the note. We'll close it on the same note. Uh, Kobe was, uh, growing up in LA, Kobe was, you know, everything for everyone, for all the kids here, for me, for my friends, for my family. Uh, we watched this guy for a long time. We cheered for him. We talked about him. Um, and we're going to miss him. So it's just a, a big tragedy. It's a tragedy for his family. It's a tragedy for all the families that were involved. And we hope that they can heal and they can move forward from this but it's it's going to be very difficult for all of them absolutely absolutely um with that we will wish you all a good night we want to remind everyone uh david are you you got box score on thursday yeah me and chris will be taking on another box score on thursday tune in uh check us out 
Okay, what's your Twitter handle? DFB underscore three. Hit me up with any uh, any fantasy questions or you know share share a memory of Kobe Bryant with me if you'd like. Um, I could definitely use them. Yeah, you could hit me up, Hank Aaron twenty six on Twitter. Again, same thing. If you got a good Kobe story, let's hear it. Um, any positive memories are really welcome at this time. It's it's a hard time, and I think one of the best things to do is to talk about him, talk about the good memories, and it's it's very cathartic to to have those kind of discussions with people and, and other people who, who feel the same way as you. So um, feel free to hit us up with any of those thoughts as well. Absolutely. All right. Good night, David. Thank you very much. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We will see you all next week. Good night, folks. Thanks, Hank. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.